What's going on, tribe? My name is Nicole. And my name is Kia, and we are the co-founders of Glamarina. Yes, Glamarina is an inclusive women's lifestyle brand specializing in culturally inspired active wear, intentionally designed to complement all complexions and body types. Our mission is to provide a safe space in health and wellness where everybody belongs. Yes, welcome to Behind Glamarina, Moms on a Mission podcast, where we discuss how we balance being successful Black women entrepreneurs working our nine to five jobs, which is tough, motherhood, self-care, and everything in between. Yep. And so before we dive into today's episode, today's topic, like we do every episode, we want to do a mental health check-in. So we want to check on each other, see how we're doing mentally. We want you to do the same thing as you tune in. So this week, Kia, how are you feeling? How's your mental health? Um, my mental health is pretty, pretty good. Um, man, you know, I feel like I'm excited about the warm weather. I always say that weather definitely boosts my mood or it it alters my mood, which I kind of hate, but it does alter my mood a little bit. Um, so I'm feeling the warm weather, you know, a lot of stuff happening with, um, the end of the school year, just thinking about camp and, so a lot of a lot of things trying to plan stuff for the summer running mm-hmm. the business you know all the things um can kind of at times seem overwhelming especially for someone like me that suffers from anxiety so i feel like i'm just trying to just trying to push through trying to keep it positive i've, I've lacked or slacked on uh exercising so i did go for a run the other day and i feel good. really proud of myself <laughs> that's good yeah yeah what about you nicole how you doing yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Just finding moments to sit still. That's that's really the key to trying to manage my mental health these days is so much going on and just finding time to really just center yourself. Like that sounds a little cliche, but it's like so many thoughts going through your head, so many things that you're actually doing. You need mm-hmm. to sit still. So I'm just telling myself, sit still. A few minutes a day, just sit still. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing mm-hmm. okay. And Love I think that. that's helping. Definitely. All right. Um, So in today's episode, we're going to be discussing something that has been trending lately, Um, something I've definitely talked to some other moms about, and that's gentle parenting. So what is gentle parenting and how can you practice it in your home, no matter how old your child or your children are? Yeah, I've been seeing this topic a lot, too. I mean, it's it's definitely nothing new um, because just doing, you know, a little research, there are videos and stuff talking about gentle parenting from two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I do feel like it is, it is kind of a new term that's been trending, Um, especially because I've been seeing videos on social media of like, you know, parents, um, say my age, I'm 37, who are talking to their parents about gentle parenting. And it's a little push and pull there because, you know, older generation at least what my mom tells me, my mom is in her early sixties is like back in the day, kids were seen and not heard, you know what I mean? So there's definitely more strict, tough, you know, butt whoopings type of parenting, especially the black community, right. Um, with our parents, not everybody, but, um, a lot of people, that's how parenting was. That's how we grew up. And so now we're using this 
term gentle parenting. And so, you know, we wanted to talk about that and what exactly is gentle parenting? Because some people are joking, like (laughs) my friend even sent me a video saying like, I can't be gentle parenting. I'm raising, I forgot what it was. I'm raising some, you know, Mm -hmm. some wild beasts or something like that. Like when you got some wild kids, this idea of gentle parenting is like, what? So let's, yeah. And I, and I think, I think gentle. So I've, I've seen the term gentle parenting for a while, like even Mm -hmm. just before I had a kid and trying to figure out what kind of parent I wanted to be, what kind of parenting style I wanted to have. And I think you bring up a good point as far as generations and Mm-hmm. The older, you know, the older generation, things were different. And I think the circumstances were different. And so they had to be, they had to parent a certain way. Right. And so our generation, now we've seen the outcome of how they parented. And we're like, you know, let's do some things different because a lot of adults these days do suffer from mental health, mental illness, mm. uh, anger issues, different things that it's like, okay, I want to do the opposite. I want to try to uh, shift the outcome of for my children. Um, but I I think too, another thing, just because I am a parent of just one, Mm -hmm. I think it's easier as a parent of one to gentle parent for my perspective, comment, if you're on YouTube or uh, any other platform where you can comment, definitely Mm -hmm. comment on, you know, what your opinion is, but I feel like it's easier to gentle parent with just one child, um, listen to your child more okay what do Mm -hmm. you think okay let's do what you want to do today like those Mm -hmm. types of things versus multiple kids it's like you don't really have the mental capacity (laughs) yourself to try to like right yeah and I'm glad that you brought that up because I definitely want to start this conversation with us saying we know that motherhood is hard so shout out to just all moms no matter how you parent you know these are just just um uh, just discussion topics are just, you know, suggestions. There's all kinds of different types of parenting. No one's saying you're doing a bad job. And as long as you love your children, you're taking care of your children, you know, keep pushing through, but you're absolutely right, Nicole, like having one child child and the same with me, I have one child compared to, I look at my best friend who has two children. I could definitely see how gentle parenting from my perspective before we dive into it. Um, that just seems a little bit difficult if you have, you know, one child is like very high energy or rambunctious, or you have one that's quiet and shy. I mean, you have to balance different mm-hmm. personalities also. And the whole idea of this gentle parenting is, yeah, it's talking to your children. It's um, trying to model good behavior and positive thought and things like that. So yeah. let's go ahead into... Um, <laughs> Let me saw that. Try to shoot my daughter away. <laughs> no, y'all are gonna know this is real. This is real. We um when we record these podcasts, uh, we have children, so there might be some interruptions. All right. So, what is gentle parenting? Um, we found this article on VeryWellFamily.com, and it says gentle parenting is an evidence based approach to raising happy, confident children. This parenting style is composed of four main elements: empathy respect, understanding, and boundaries. It goes on to say, unlike more lenient parenting methods, gentle parenting encourages age-appropriate discipline that teaches valuable life lessons. All right. So the idea is, here's an example. While gentle parenting parents discipline their children, the goal is to teach the child rather than punishing them for their behavior. These actions help children better understand how they should behave while not exposing them to less favorable ways of speaking and acting. 
So it's really, it's a balance between being really lenient and then being really, really strict. It's, um, they say that gentle parenting is kind of right in the middle there. And it's more of if your child is upset rather than coming to them angry at them for being upset rather than yelling right away. Um, but more of talking through their, what's going on, why they're upset. And I think the biggest things was also just from reading some different articles. It's like, you know, we are our children's teacher. So we have to teach them. We have to model that behavior. If I'm yelling all the time, my child's going to be yelling all the time. Mm -hmm. If I'm angry all the time or upset, you know, they spill some juice. Why did you spill that juice? You know, go, go get a paper towel, clean that up, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and it's hard. I got to say, Nicole, reading some of this is like, I do feel guilty because I have caught myself like yelling a lot in my home, you know, as, as a parent, even with my one child. And it's, um, I feel really bad. Like at the end of the day, and a lot of times I go back to my daughter, she's eight and I have apologized. I have apologized Mm -hmm. and I've let her know, you know, mommy's having a bad day or having a bad morning. So I'm able to do that, but I feel bad at times for yelling because I see her responding to situations, gentle parenting is like, we're trying to teach our kids how to respond to, right. How to self-regulate your emotions when you're upset. So I'm approaching situations upset and angry. That's my, my personality and gentle parenting encourages us to, we have to regulate our emotions. So I'm upset and angry and I'm yelling a lot and I'm seeing that in her yelling yeah. and getting really frustrated yeah you definitely have to be conscious of of the behavior that you're displaying like even if you are upset and, and this this goes back to i think gentle parenting is just about treating your children equally mm-hmm. right yeah so if imagine your child was another adult and mm-hmm. you know you you're talking to her to her like that it's gonna be a problem right you know, mm-hmm. you talking to another adult like that, y'all gonna be fighting, y'all gonna be getting into it. So I think about that a lot when I'm parenting. I've I've rarely raised my voice. I rarely get upset. I mean, it has to be like a a bad situation, or you know, there are your moments where you're overwhelmed, you're overworked, you're tired, you're hungry, whatever, and and you might you know get out of pocket just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I definitely feel I've always felt that way. Like I'm going to talk to my child how I want to be talked to. I'm right. going to give her that level of respect just because. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just have seen so much growing up with my mother, and my aunts, and I'm, I don't want to be there. Like, no, why are you talking to me like that? Um, yeah. So it's 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 just being conscious of your behavior when you're around your children, because like you said, mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to model that behavior that they see, right. you know, whether they're talking, they're going to talk back to you like that eventually, or they're going to go to school and talk to their, the teacher like that mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's just going to mm-hmm. be it's going to build over over time. And then they're going to be this angry person. <laughs> So, right. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head, man. It's, it says that it's about respecting your children, your child's feelings and their development, because you're really trying to respond to whatever situation is happening with them on a, on an age appropriate way. Mm-hmm. A three-year-old is going to knock things over mm-hmm. a, you know, a five-year-old or six-year-old, even seven, they're still learning how to regulate their emotions and process. And we can't look at them as little adults. They're mm-hmm. not, <laughs> they're children. There's not little adults. They don't a lot of times understand or something happened at school and they've held it in all day and then they get home, they're crying a lot. I have been really trying to, and I'm a teacher because, so I have some training in child development, 
um, to be able to recognize where some of the emotions are coming from. If she's crying a lot. My daughter is emotional, hungry, tired. Sometimes she just needs extra hugs and stuff. And it could be because somebody was picking on her earlier in the day. And I, you don't really know that because they're unable to at different age stages, you know, not fully um, articulate to you or communicate with you of like what happened to them during the day, you know? Yeah. But, but even when you think about adults, sometimes we don't do that either. Sometimes absolutely, people, <laughs> you know, you run into people and, and mm-hmm. you never know what kind of day they had, whether it's mm-hmm. because they don't want to talk about it. They're pushing it to the back of their mind or whatever, but yeah, yeah we do. You just never know what people are, are dealing with mentally. That's causing right. their certain um, behavior. And that goes for any age, your child or, or what have you. And then you also mentioned like a three-year-old or whatever. And that made me think about how some parents are like, you know, the kid keeps doing something, right? That you told them not to do. And you're like, didn't I tell you? No, they don't know that you're telling them not to do something. They don't, they don't know all of the words that we know yet. They yeah. don't, they don't, can't comprehend exactly. They're still learning their language. Right. You know what I mean? So you, you tell them this two-year-old, three-year-old, didn't I tell you to stop doing it? And they're looking at you like, you speak in gibberish, you know what I mean? But <laughs> right. so for you, you're beating them and doing this and that. And they, right. you know, it's just confusing to them. So that And just... they might not understand. Absolutely. They might un- not understand why I can't do that. You know, yeah. didn't I tell you not to grab or touch that? You know, that's why just thinking about if you have a toddler or small kid in your home, um, or if you're bringing them to someone's home and they got little stuff all over, like you kind of have to be mindful of that because you really cannot expect your small child that they're not going to want to touch stuff. That's why they're saying they have to respect their feelings and their age, their development, because you have to kind of have an understanding in their books, their YouTube videos. So if you have a five-year-old, you know, what is like my child development? What's my five-year-old's like, you know, development? What does she understand? Or he understands what's my two-year-old's? They don't, they want to grab things, right? They want to touch stuff. Stuff's going to get knocked over. Kids are going to make a mess. Kids aren't always going to be quiet. They mm-hmm. want to play, you know? So you have to have an understanding, like you said, I mean, about your your own behavior and feelings. And, you know, I love the idea that you're equating it to adults treating other adults because it made me think of sometimes when we were saying like, oh, what you did or said is triggering, like it triggered me because mm-hmm. you don't know, again, what someone is going through, what, you know, feelings that they have all day long. And then mm-hmm. you approach something there, you know, so you've had a bad day at work and then you go to the grocery store or you're driving, someone cuts you off. I mean, mm-hmm. you're all angry and now you're fighting with the person and it's really because of something else. Right. Mm-hmm. But that what that situation triggered you. So again, bringing it back to the kids, your kids are upset or crying, or it it's not always that they're just trying to ruin your day. Right. <laughs> it's gentle parenting and understanding that they're upset about something else. And so what how can we respond to that? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, before we jump into how can you, you know, start to gentle parent, how can you, you know, include this parenting style into your into your life. Um, I did want to point out, it says, you know, gentle parenting strikes a balance between tiger parenting and permissive. So permissive parenting, they don't discipline their children altogether. That's what permissive parenting is called. And it does say that those parents sometimes have a more positive bond with their children, but they struggle in situations that require rule following and structure. So it's like, we're not saying being your child's best friend like Mm -hmm. that. You know, I mean, where you're not giving them any discipline because when it's time to 
start a discipline or structure, you might have a struggle. And then, of course, tiger parenting, which is, again, these are just terms from this article. Tiger parenting is strict parenting. And it says that they're requiring their kids to like practice or study for lengthy periods of time um, at the expense of leisurely activities. And consequences of tiger parenting is anxiety, depression, and poor academic performance. And these are like scientific studies that have showed, you know, so again, gentle parenting is right in the middle. It's not not disciplining your children, but it's also not overly disciplining them because there are consequences for that. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to go into, I guess we're going to do tips. Yeah. Um, how if some, people um, want to incorporate gentle parenting after just listening to this discussion about what mm-hmm. it is, where it falls in lines at the different parenting styles. Uh, we can go through some tips and, um, you know, how you can incorporate gentle parenting. So number one, comment on the action, not the person. So it says, try to separate the action from the child when you speak. It's the difference between responding with uh you're mean to your sister and replacing it with, I don't think your sister likes it when you do that. So just trying different things to um, separate the person in the action. Um, let's try something else and see how she res- how she responds. So it says this helps to emphasize that mistakes happen to all of us, but they don't define who we are. They're a natural part of life and learning a natural part of life and of and of learning and uh shouldn't trigger shame as we practice doing the right things. Mm, I like that. Comment on the action, not the person. Okay, that's good. Um another one, another tip or you know, a suggestion of how to incorporate gentle parenting into your household. Model all kinds of kindness. Use kindness towards yourself to show your child how to be curious and compassionate. Um, about their own emotions. If you're tired, use the um, opportunity to share what self-care looks like to you. You can say, oh boy, I'm tired today. A nice shower would make me feel more rested and I will go to bed earlier tonight. You'll also be modeling how your child can treat themselves and others in times of need. I really like that one because there have been times where like Layla wants to play and I'm tired at the end of the day. Um, and you know, there's, we get into a bit of conflict sometimes. And so I'd like the idea of maybe showing her, you know, maybe talking to her a little bit about my day. Cause I asked her about her day. Um, and then letting her know, you know, because of all, all of these things that mommy had to do today, I need to like relax my body. I need to take a hot shower. Let's like, let's relax. Let's paint our nails together. I mean, something that again is showing like self-care, um, and how to take care of yourself when you're tired to model that it's okay that sometimes we're not going to be able to play. (laughs) We're not going to always be able to have fun. Every day isn't like fun in that manner because we have to do some other things. Yeah. I like that too. So another one is swap commands for an invitation to work together. I like this. I try to do this myself. So this can be as simple as changing the format of your demand to a question that encourages your child to work collaboratively with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so while demand might sound like tie your shoes, gentle parenting and a, a gentle parenting alternative would be, should we tie our shoes so we don't trip? 
Um, so mm-hmm. I like that. It, it's more so um, not talking at them in the sense right. where it's like, go wash the dishes. You mm-hmm. know, you're that's that's the command that you're giving them versus, you know, even if it's something as simple as if you're not working together, it's, you know, you know, wash the dishes so we can make sure that, you know, we have clean dishes for our food tomorrow or just, uh-huh. just taking away that command piece because then it feels like, you know, all of us as humans, nobody really likes to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. So I think that that one is is pretty good. And then also just that collaboration piece to work together. You know, your children look up to you most of the time. So it's like, right. you know, instead of go wash the dishes, let's wash the dishes together. You you mm-hmm. wash them, I dry them, something mm-hmm. like that. So like absolutely. That. Yep. I started incorporating more chores for Layla um, and she um, stacks the dirty dishes in the dishwasher and so at first I was having her put the clean dishes away too. And then I was like, you know what, let me go and help. Let's do it together. This is an opportunity where we can talk, we can bond a little bit. So I'll put, she'll, now she likes to take them out of the dishwasher, hand them to me, and then I put them up and it just goes by faster. But yeah, it's, it's not talking at your children. And again, it's, they say, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a struggle for the older generation to um, it kind of accept this idea of gentle parenting because in some cultures, um, they're just like, you know, we're y'all gonna be raising some soft kids. They gonna mm-hmm. be crying all the time. Or and I have seen just in my own experience, um, family members, you know, raising their kids, lots of screaming. I mean, not just like the yelling that I felt guilty about. This nowhere near on this other level. Um, unfortunately, this, you know, this person is like, she had four kids, and we would visit and it was just like get up, go put your clothes on. What? You know, they're like, mm-hmm. mom, can I, they're trying to talk to her or show her something. What do you want? I mean, it was just like, it, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. And, nice. and if you think about it too, like that's, and I hate to say statistics if I don't have the actual statistics, but a right. lot of black families still had that in their household, that, that mm-hmm. parenting style. Right. Yeah. And so your child is going to go into the world feeling like if, if I'm not loved at home, cause I don't feel mm-hmm. loved if you're talking to me like that, right. whether you know it or not. And, and a lot of those children might go and perceive to be hard or gangster or whatever, when they go out into the streets, because they're talked at so hard, but deep down inside, you know, they feel hurt. They don't feel loved. They feel broken. And then they go out to, you know, they're, they're it sets your life track up in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So you're not yeah. making them harder by screaming on them you're actually breaking right. them down because you're the person who gave birth to them. They're looking to you for love. Yeah. Um, but you're talking to them like, like they somebody off the I street. Know, like crazy. No, absolutely. You're right. I mean, I know that might be hard to let go of, but you're right. You're not raising tough children by being tough on them all the time. There has to really be a balance because what you're actually doing, unfortunately, guys, studies have shown this um, generations <laughs> There's studies, scientific studies out here that is proving that when you are hard and yelling at your kids a lot and stuff, you're, you are increasing their chances of having depression, anxiety, not being able to just regulate their emotions. They're going to have a difficult time in relationships and in situations at work. I mean, they're going to have time in terms of dealing with people, dealing with their feelings, learning how to appropriately respond to situations. Mm-hmm. We are our children's teachers. We have to teach them how to, you know, what we want them to be like in the world. And we don't want them to be out here yelling and screaming, getting angry at every little thing and not, they would never have, you know, 
healthy relationships. So I think it's just important. Again, you know, we know all moms, especially when you have multiple kids. Here we are. We're talking as parents with one child. I know that having four kids could be a lot. I can't imagine. So I get being upset. I get Mm -hmm. screaming. And it's just like, ah, all we're saying is consider a different style of parenting. Is it possible that you could start to maybe when your kids come to you, not just, you know, what do you want? I mean, can, is there something else that you could say? Yeah. You know? and, and again, with with just about anything in this world, balance. Balance is the key. Yeah. So if you want to talk to them and, and incorporate a little bit of hardness, because at the end of the day, the world isn't peaches and roses, right? So, <laughs> you know, they, you can expose them to that if it, if it gets to that point, because then they get to see multiple sides of what they're going to expect in the world, but everything is about mm-hmm. balance. So if you're going to scream on them and, and beat them, make sure you also talk softly to them and hug them. You know what I mean? So just having yes. that balance. So they, they feel they, they have that wholeness, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus just that one side and which is the bad side. <laughs> Yeah. And apologize. Like I said, sometimes, sometimes as parents, I'm not saying all the time, sometimes as parents, we lose our cool. I know for me, this is my own personal experience because I am having a bad day. Like I overslept or we're running late and I've yelled at Layla. She'll look at me. Sometimes she's just like pointed out, like, why are you yelling at me though? She <laughs> said that. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm sorry. So for that, yes, I think, like you said, having balance acknowledging maybe if you are wrong and then yeah just trying to hug your kids too and let them know why you're upset not overly explain everything because as an adult you don't have to overly explain yourself to your child but it's like you know it's in some situations it could be healthy to let them know why you're upset or why something is happening all right so one last final tip for um, trying to incorporate gentle parenting into your home, encouraging positive action. It says there are plenty of alternatives to saying no. Gentle parenting means to choose, means you choose to clear, to set clear boundaries and underline what you are asking your of your child. Limit your request to focus on the action you do want to encourage. Demands not to touch something can be communicated by saying things like, let's use gentle hands on this. Or even this one is just for looking. So I like that one. Limiting your request to focus on the action that you want to encourage. Again, it's the same things as like, you know, no, no, can't do that. No, you no, like, no, because I said so. Yeah. <laughs> I said that. I mean, sometimes, you know, they keep asking, asking, like, well, why, why? But no, um, I think it's just like trying to find ways to replace no with explaining, you know, what is it that you do want them to do? If you don't want them to stand on the chair or draw on the walls, what is it that you want them to do? Crayons are for paper. Uh, The chair or your feet is for the ground. You know, chairs are only for our bum and make it a game or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And say what it is that you want them to do instead of just no. Yeah. And and I just wanted to like call out because some of these uh, tips there are references to like, okay, say this instead of that. And I just want to call out because there may be some people that are listening like, well, I would never say it like that because it, it yeah. sounds like either, you know, it just it's not the way we actually talk in real life. Right. right? So <laughs> right. we're not saying that you have to be like, okay, honey, well, you're we're going to wash the dish. Like, you know, you don't have to say it a certain, this certain way, but just right. the concept is there. So instead of exactly. like, you know, do the dishes, it's like, you know, 
you know, just do it in your own way. We're not telling you to be fake or to be somebody that you're not. It's just the right. the concept of doing things differently so that it's more of a less of a command and more of collaboration or less of yeah. telling you what to do and more so explaining why we should do it or the benefits of doing it or something like that. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to call that out because me listening to us read some of these things, I'm like, I, I need to talk like that. <laughs> well, I laugh. Yeah. I laughed at one thing. So it's like, okay, let's do it like this. Yeah. 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 And uh, you're 100% correct. Make it your own guys. Like we don't, we're not saying you have to read a script, but yeah. again, it's the concepts behind it. Why are, what is gentle parenting? Just have an understanding that's about respecting your children's feelings, being age appropriate with your discipline. Um, and just thinking about their own development, um, yep. trying to be positive modeling good behavior, helping them regulate their emotions. You regulate your emotions. Yeah. Um, and just finding alternative things to say instead of just a no or, or being angry. So very yeah. good. Very yeah. Good. I so I, I hope this episode actually shed some light on some parents who may not even, even thought about what their parenting style is or how Absolutely. their actions are impacting their children. So hopefully that does mm-hmm. that. You guys can, you know, do a little more research into gentle parenting and start maybe yeah. incorporating some of these tips into your, your parenting style. So Thank you guys so much for tuning in today to today's episode of yes. Behind Glam Marina, Moms on a Mission. We have a passion for building sisterhood through wellness and creating a safe space where all women feel like they belong. Absolutely. This is a wonderful topic. Be sure to comment in the comment section, guys. Give us your ideas of what type of parenting you do, how you feel about gentle parenting. And also be sure to visit glamarina.com to shop culturally inspired activewear that reminds you that you are enough. Stay well. And until next episode, bye.